It is now five minutes past six and time to look at developments on the market. It's mostly green apart from financials ending the day down in the red while the all share resources, industrials, gold and the top 40 end the day up. Just one left founder, Simon Brown, joins us on the line this evening. Good evening, Simon. Good evening, Simon. Talk us through the day's market developments. What transpired? Just another really good day. We we opened strongly straight out of the, the guns. We'd, we'd seen a, a bit of buying late Friday, and it sort of followed through to today quite strongly. Uh, a bit of a tail off in the afternoon, but still a nice green day. About 15 billion rand going through the market, which is a little on the low side. Or, no, frankly, that's becoming a little bit average these days, what you expect. Mm. Uh, and the all share index went through 60,000, but uh, closed about 24 points below it. But as I said, records all around. How did the RAND fare then? RAND was having a bit of a wild day. We, we, we saw some weakness continuing from late uh, last week. And I think it's been driven both by, by internal issues, but I think also a, a stronger dollar that, that's sending our RAND uh, one point out to uh, 14.24 today against the US dollar. Moving on to company news now. Let's uh, start uh, with uh, the first RAND uh, cash offer for Aldemo Group. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, a, a monster offer, some 20 billion odd rand, uh, depending on the on the exchange rate at the time, um, which which is big. I mean, even for first round, you know, it's probably less than 10 percent of their market cap, but it's still a big deal. It's a lot of money. It's an interesting move. They're not a traditional bank. You know, they don't do transactional banking and the like. They came out post the financial crisis of 2008. And they, they really they, they'll do savings and mortgages and, and buy to let for individuals. Uh, they do a fair bit in the business banking side as well. In, in, in some ways, they sort of like Capitec in the sense that they're new and nimble and haven't got the legacy that the big banks have got. But of course, Capitec is in the transactional space. Right. Uh, it, it's going to be tough for them. I mean, you know, UK's Brexit, it, it's going to be a tough market, big deals. They're paying 1.8 times book value, which is a, a little on the on the higher side. It's not as extreme. I mean, first round probably at about a 2.2 book value. Uh, we'll see how the deal goes. Now, talk to us about Anglo Gold's market update. Yeah, so that was actually a fairly good update. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they got their production up, which is really the the key thing. You know, you you, you can't control the price that you receive. They are they are price takers. That, that price is determined by the market price of gold and of course with the, the rand dollar exchange rate is but your production is something you can control cost you can control and they did well in both and then the stock at one point today was up over four uh, percent closed off the highs but a, a, a really good looking update from from a gold miner which is they're a bit spotty but anglo gold is probably one that delivers more good news more consistently uh, than some of our other listed gold miners then redefine came out with results talk us through that yeah, so property, and I, 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 I was really impressed with their numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was listening to the lunchtime webcast, and and, and uh, they, they said they've really been working hard to get them, and you can see it. I mean, yeah, a couple of small points. So their their, their vacancy levels in their in their retail space is only about three percent, which I would have expected a bigger number. Now, in part, they sold, they saved by not having these giant regional uh, malls, which, for example, have lost statuses in the last year and have got big gaping holes in them, um, but really good numbers from them there. Uh, they're still buying assets. They're still expanding. Their office space is, is high quality and, again, taking a lot of work from them. You can't just 
sort of sit back and say, you know what, the foot traffic will come, we can push through the, the, the rental increases every year. You've really got to engage with, with your tenants. You've got to really work those assets. Um, and, and this was a, a really, really good set of results. I, I think we're going to see some coming through. They're going to be a, a lot less great than the It was only about 6% up. But in this environment, that's a winning number. Right. Rubik's released interim results. How did they fare? So uh, you would think on the surface that they're going to have a really, really tough time of it. They're they're in construction, obviously. They do a lot of road uh, maintenance and development and the like. Uh, earnings were, were flat. All the book looking good, but they, they actually had some some positive comments they made, particularly around the the, the, the road division where they're, they're doing sort of you know, resurfacing and, and, and new roads and the like. And obviously, that's in part that that that's provincial. It's also sometimes at, at city level, and I really expected a lot tougher sort of numbers out of them. Yeah, that's it. Good numbers in a tough environment, but still a space that I, I, I I'm, I'm not liking construction. Um. I'm not seeing it getting easy for them. Um, and, and producing good results is, is really credit to the management team, much like Redefine. But uh, it's still a space that I'm looking at and thinking, this is just tough and I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Lastly, Rulfs appoints a new CFO. <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah, so that, that they've had a, a, a large shake-up. They had problems with their with their results, which they had to restate previous years. Um, the CEO stepped down, and, and the acting financial director stepped into that position. He's ex of Metrofile, um, so that really is, is, is important because Metrofile had a really tough time about ten years ago. So he's been through a cleanup before, um, and the one one hole left was really the the financial director that put someone in there. He's not completely new to the group. He was uh, one of the subsidiaries where he was FD there, so he's got some some level of understanding. He's known to the rest of the board. So what we're really seeing here is that the last couple of months where they've, they've had a, a lot of issues, a lot of shake-up at board level, that's now all done, and now they can focus on, on sort of getting the business back, and I think most importantly, uh, getting investor confidence back. We'll leave it there for this evening. Just one left founder, Simon Brown, with the day's market wrap right here on Money Talk on Mix 93.8 FM.